welcome to Brave Knitting. I'm Anne. And I'm Linda. And this is our 13th episode. Uh, It's going to go up on April 1st. And what are we being brave about today, Linda? Today, we are bravely knitting through a pandemic. Yes, we are. Uh, We are podcasting through a pandemic. We are no longer in the same room. We are no longer in the same room. And just when you were doing the intro, I didn't I didn't make this connection before, but it's episode 13 and it's April yeah. Fool's Day. April Fool's <laughs> Day. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can honestly admit that I'm, I'm most worried about the technical aspect today. We are, at, you know, I'm in my house. Linda is in her house. We are in Dallas, Texas, which is currently under a shelter in place order. And so we take that very seriously. And we are sheltering in place, trying to podcast from a distance. So this may sound a little bit different than it has in the past. We're hoping it it doesn't. We're actually uh, doing this um, a few days early, just in case we do have some technical difficulties. So some of the things I'm going to talk about throughout throughout the podcast are things that are kind of happening this week. And so I will okay. preface this by saying we're, we're recording this on um, Saturday, the 28th of March, 2020. So some right. of these things may or may not still be in existence when you get around to listening to this. Right. Especially if you're listening right. to it 10 years later and then you can reminisce. <laughs> well, then, then definitely, <laughs> yes, yeah, reminiscing. Really I know, I, I've gone back and I went to the very beginning. Mean, you know, guys, I know I'm a fan of the Yarniacs. And I went back to the beginning oh, yeah. and, you know, their first episodes were in 2011. And wow. so it's just Think really, about really funny to, you know, to hear some of these. And really, I mean, we're, we're a part of history, really. Somebody oh. may be listening to this in the future, and this is just kind of, you know, part of what was going on yeah, this back then. this pandemic is going to be, like, a major part of all yeah. of our histories. Very interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, forever. We're going to be part of, part of history. We're living through it right now. We don't even have <laughs> not from a history book. We're living we're through living it. it. So that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. And so far, it's going pretty good, I would say. Pretty well. Right. And yes. the original idea for this episode was going to be knitting on a budget. And so we were going to talk right. about, we we're going to talk a little bit about why it's good to pay money for good yarn. But then we were mm-hmm. also going to talk about, you know, ways to, to save money and to budget. And then when the pandemic happened, I thought, well... This kind of yes. ties right in because a lot of people are going to be very negatively impacted financially by all of this. And right. so we're going to focus on some bargains that we've found and mm-hmm. some creative ideas we've come up with or stolen from other right. people on the Internet and share those with you yes. as you bravely knit through this pandemic. Right, because, I mean, you may be knitting along and find that you need something or, you know, and you, and there's no way to get it or you can't get it quickly and, and just kind of looking at it from that standpoint, too. You know, you can't just jump in, into your car. At least most of us can't around the world, it seems, at this moment, jump into your car right. and drive somewhere to get what you need. So kind of coming from that, you know, that p- position, too. So, But I will say, I, right. I, mean, I will start off by saying that because your local yarn shop is probably one of the people very much financially impacted by right. this that we encourage you to explore supporting them i know that the yarn shops here in the dallas area are offering some mail order yarn and i think all of them that i'm aware of are also doing curbside 
So if you oh, call them, and I think they'll even like FaceTime you and, you know, like walk around the store yeah. and help you pick stuff out. And then they're, you know, they have, they don't have any, they don't have hours anymore, but they will give you a designated time where they'll be in the shop and you can come by and they'll bring it to your car. So. Right, right. I think I, I got an email uh, from McKinney Knittery saying that they were doing that, and I'm sure that most of them are. Right. So, so, awesome. Okay. Well, where do we begin? Where do you want to start? Well, since in a lot of cases you can't just jump in the car, and you yep. can't really shop, even if you order something from the local yarn store, it's not like you're in there kind of shopping and getting able to, to feel and touch and all that kind of stuff, that... I encourage everybody to shop your stash. That's a very, very good idea. Some of us have more stash than others. Yes, yes, we do. (laughs) Although some of us are getting better at that. And uh, I will actually talk a little bit more about shop your stash later. And kind of it's related to something else I talk about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely shop your stash. And how about for those of us who maybe don't have as much stash, how else can we find something to knit with? Um, you know, one idea is always to maybe you have an old sweater that, you know, you never you don't wear anymore, doesn't fit someone anymore. And there are plenty of YouTube videos online that show you how to you know, kind of pick the seams apart and get the yarn out of that sweater or whatever product that is. Right. And, you yeah, know, and old, you can knit something new from that. And even something that you maybe knit recently and just decided that you just don't yeah. like or just doesn't fit. I've thought, you know, that the sweater that we did the knit along with, that right. particularly me with the tiny, tiny shoulders, the shoulders really just don't fit well. And... Mm-hmm. It's a big, heavy sweater that I don't wear a lot here in Dallas, Texas, and the yarn mm-hmm. is lovely, and I've, I've really thought about just unraveling that and using uh-huh. that yarn for something else or just, you know, maybe make a bunch of hats out of it to give us Christmas True. gifts or something. I also have an, another sweater <clears throat> that I've talked about before, and I always forget the name of it. It's the, because um, I have two, two sweaters. One's called Summer's Breezes, and the other one's called Afternoon spring something they have these names with the season and I can't remember which is which right so the blue the royal blue sweater the it's a three-quarter length sleeve and the sleeves are just a little kind of wide and for a while I've been thinking about it would just be easy to just you know cut cut it at the very end unravel it back you know halfway up my arm and then Mm -hmm. just do some bigger de- you know do more decreases and redo that to make it fit a little better so that's something else you guys can think about is <clears throat> is there something that you already own that you've knitted that could easily be uh altered by my knitting right yeah that's a great idea and then also I love all those ideas out there of you know finding maybe old jeans or old t-shirts or old sheets or old whatever you know anything that can be cut into strips and you know made into yarn in in a, in a way right, you know like right. a, a bulky yarn and I love that you know repurposing just something that's no longer being used around your house into something else and there are lots of great videos on how to do that and I've even seen um 
you know, a video on taking like, you know, those grocery, those plastic grocery bags that everyone has so many of in their pantry or wherever. Yeah. And that you can actually cut those into strips and you can knit those into, I think the woman I was watching was knitting like these bags, you know, that really, you know, seemed like they were, um, well put together and could, could really hold quite a bit. And, um, yeah, we'll post some links to those below. I think I've seen I've seen something in the past where people have knit out of plastic uh, grocery mm-hmm. bags mats or something for oh, homeless yes. people. Yes, I have to seen have that in as shelters well. Or yeah, so yeah, what a great idea! Create, you know, yeah. Also, because if you have children, your children are home all day with you, which right. I'm sure yes. is already driving a couple some parents crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right that possibly that, you know that might be a good I, I I had on my my list to talk later about uh, teaching teaching your kids to knit during this time yeah. or or maybe your significant other right I think that that's a great and idea so maybe a family it, trash bag knitting contest would be fun <laughs> That would be fun. Like what, yeah, what can you come up with? And that kind of brings me back to another thing that I was going to talk, you know, about maybe later was I I found some information on the fact that knitting and crocheting is just very um, calming and very soothing. And the reason for that is uh, something like crossing the midline of the body. It increases the blood flow to the brain and it's very calming, but yet in a way energizing for the brain. Yeah. And, uh, when you think if you have someone in your family who's maybe a little anxious about what is going on, you know, teaching them to knit or crochet would just be something that may, you know, be a calming, right. yeah, just a having calming a thing for them. Quiet activity. I think, you know, for kids yep. who now are, you know, having to do a lot of their schoolwork via staring at a screen. And, and of course, we right. know our kids are always like looking at screens anyway, that, you know, to have <laughs> something else to do with their hands. Yes. And, uh, you know, maybe during a quiet time or, or even if it's not a quiet time, just, uh, yeah, I think it could be really right. fun. It's, you know, I have right. to laugh every time you talk about, because you say for you, you know, knitting is very soothing and therapeutic. Right. And, and most people say that. But I, <laughs> I have to tell you that for me, knitting has never really been like a calming thing. You're kind of, you are an overachiever. I mean, you're, you're an achiever though. You're always going for that next, right, right. you know, a harder thing. I think because so, for me, what, what appeals to me about knitting is the creative part of it. Right. And so, yeah, I'm always yeah. Looking, looking to do the, to next, do the thing, next thing, the next and, level. And not really kind of into the zone with just, but I, I, I'm finding that I, I would like to have some projects that maybe are a little more you know, have my normal projects of sweaters and challenging myself and being a brave knitter, but then also right. having some uh, less challenging projects and, you know, maybe doing some, once again, doing dish cloths or doing something right. or, you know, to, to knit up as gifts or little sachet pockets where, you know, you're just mm-hmm. knitting back and forth. I kind of thought socks would yeah. be like that, but when we get to my misbehave, I'll explain why that's not the case. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, so you've been finding lots of things online, you know, yes, just different, yes. which kind of, you know, what you can do with this yarn that you're that you're finding or, you know, around your well, house. And I've also yeah. found some, some bargains. And oh, great. I don't know if I've mentioned this before or not, 
but a while ago, when, when I first got back into knitting about three or four years ago, I had a lot of stuff from the 1980s and nine, early mm-hmm. 90s. So I had a lot of these plastic needles and these needles that were sort of, I don't know what this material is. To me, it reminds me of sort of Teflon. But okay. And I, you know, I didn't really like them, and I, I really like wood and bamboo needles. And since I, and I just thought, I, and I literally, I took all the old needles, and I was on a, some sort of message board, Facebook group, or something, and some new knitter was talking about how she really wanted ne- needles, and you know that they were expensive to buy, and she didn't have any money, and, and, uh, you know, I responded to her and I said if you send me your address I will just send you all these old needles that I have because you know you don't have to pay me the postage anything I'm just happy to send them to you so I did that but one and I'm slowly buying new needles and good quality needles but I also went on Amazon and for $11.99 I got an entire set of bamboo needles from size zero to size I don't know 13. Oh my gosh. And so for eleven dollars, you know, I wasn't really expecting much. No. But I have to tell you, I kinda like these 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 needles. I think they're just fine. So if you yeah. are missing needles in some sizes and you just wanna make a quick, easy purchase, yeah, well we have a I'll give you a link to these Amazon cheapo bamboo needles that I think are just fine. There you go. And then you have everything that you need for any project right, right. ready to go pretty much. Well, and you know, we were also we were talking about how kind of shopping your own stash, but right. but maybe kind of this might be a little more difficult um, to shop your your friends stash because we can't get together. But that's but, true. you know, <laughs> people are getting real creative with having these Zoom parties and sure. happy hours and so, you know, maybe quarantinis and they're yeah, quarantinis, right. So maybe you have a little uh, Zoom or FaceTime um, stash swap and everybody kind of show their yarn and and talk about it. And then, you know, you can like leave that's, it on the front porch and somebody can come by and get it or whatever. That's a good point. Um, yeah, that's a very good idea. And we talk all the Absolutely. time about our trash to treasure table at our at our guild. Um, so those are always right. good ways to get inexpensive or, or not inexpensive totally free yarn totally free yarn yay. exactly exactly yay all right so you were telling me that um oh you're finding things online just different yes. uh, things that people in the knitting community are putting out there right now to kind of make the quarantine more fun right. quite a few yeah the, the one that ca- that um, i first heard about a week ago from the our Knitting Guild president, Renee, she had sent an email about knitstars.com is doing four weeks of free workshops. Now, I had heard of Knitstars before, but I think when I first went and looked at it and I saw the price of it, I thought, oh, you know, I don't don't need to spend money on that because it's I think it's between anywhere from $199 to $225 to do what they call a to subscribe to a season and in this season they have a pretty good lineup I don't know what I I should have looked at the number but I'd say there's seven eight maybe as many as ten different knitting celebrities that do workshops and so you pay your $199 and then you get access 
to these 10 or however many workshops for the season. And I think they've done three, four, five seasons. I can't remember. But anyway, for these next four weeks, and the first week has already ended, so by the time you hear this, you may get to catch on to week two. They, they have a free workshop every week. Last week was Ann and Kay from Mason-Dixon Knitting. And you love them, you, you know, yes. that I love them. And so it was really fun to to see this workshop. I think it was it was kind of like maybe it was not theirs was nine different parts. And each part was anywhere from 12 minutes. Maybe I think the longest one was maybe 30 or 40 minutes. So you can sit down mm-hmm. and just watch whatever one you want. And it was, to me, it was just really fun to to hear more about their backstory and they had some cute right. ideas they were talking about the sort of mindless knitting and, and knitting garter okay. stitch washcloths and some mm-hmm. uh, like log cabin quilts that they d- have done in garter oh. stitch so you know once again not earth-shaking ideas but the video quality is very good and I have to admit there was something about watching this that was much more enjoyable than just watching YouTube. Okay. And I think it just has to do with the, you know, production quality. Yeah, for sure. So week two, which started Thursday, which would have been the 26th. Yes. Okay. Is the, a finishing work workshop with Megan Fernandez. And I, I just went there briefly and I went and, was looking at the lineup of what she had and um, I did not actually click on anything but I'm sure that those of you that are interested in some finishing techniques and seaming I've I've been working on level two of the masters so I Mm -hmm. have had all I want of finishing techniques because that's what it's all about (laughs) so unfortunately this this workshop came a little too late for me (laughs) right but so that was one great thing I heard something this morning that Vogue Knitting for the next week, so once again, you know, you may be late to the party here, but perhaps maybe right. they'll extend this. For the next week, all of their 4,000 patterns are $1.99. Wow. Okay. And then, but of course, if you want a free pattern, free patterns are pretty easy to find. Out, they're out there. Because I went mm-hmm. out just out of curiosity. I went on Ravelry. And Ravelry has 582,000 knitting patterns, wow. 134,665, as of whatever day I looked at a few days ago, are free. So there, there's a lot of knitting to be there done. There are 16,000 <laughs> sweater patterns that are free, 20,000 hat patterns that are free, 30,000 scarf or cowl, and Oh, what's this number here? 13,000 sock pattern. So there's a whole lot of sock patterns. Any kind of pattern you can find for free. So no excuses there. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. And then, okay. And is, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask. You brought up Mason Dixon Knitting. Did they cancel? I would hope that they didn't cancel their, uh, you know, they, they do the, like, the Final Four, no, the no, Sweet no. 16. It's, it's yeah. going on because it's virtual. So awesome. you don't have to get to Right, together. exactly. Yes, it's been very fun. My friend Pat and I have been, we're, we just voted for round two yesterday. And okay. I think we'll be voting for round three, I think, tomorrow. It, it's, so we'll, we'll, we'll get down to the whatever the the elite eight that's what it's called okay the elite eight (laughs) that's exciting stuff yeah 
Something you, you mentioned something about Arnie and Carlos. Oh yeah, but let me let me go through the rest of these okay. like free or cheap things. Oh, oh sure, sure. So another thing that I found was Blueprint, which Blueprint. is like used to be craftsy. So the like okay. subscription class place, all mm -hmm. kinds of different crafts. Now I have to tell you that years ago my my other sort of crafty hobby is, is scrapbooking and for many years I took a lot of classes at big picture scrapbooking and uh, it's been a while now I don't know I would say probably close to 10 years maybe longer I, I've lost track of time but at some point big picture scrapbook was acquired by craftsy or blueprint or you know one of these subscription services and and I didn't really like that. It annoyed me. I like being able to just pay for a class that I was interested in, and I didn't want to have like to pay whatever it was, $10 a month or $12 a month for a subscription that right. gave me access to every possible class. So I, I've always been a little negative on them. However, I, I became aware that Blueprint right now is, is free to everyone until April 9th. So okay. any of their classes are free. Now, you don't have access to the patterns and, like, the printed materials that go along with the class, but you have access to the actual video class. And I was very interested in a Clara Parks um, blueprint called um, Shop Your Stash or Organize Your Stash or Minding Your Stash, mm -hmm. something about your stash. Mm -hmm. It's based on one of her books. And so I went and I watched that. And once again, the video quality was very good. So I, I have to tell you that right now, Blueprint is free until April 9th. And then after that, you can pay $39.99 for, for the first year. Okay. And then $79 a year after that. But is that a little bit like Skillshare? Have you ever heard of Skillshare? I haven't. There's... Yeah, and it's a lot of different crafts, the same type of, it sounds like it's kind of the same type of uh, company. Right. But, but this is, yeah. it's, it's like painting. I mean, it's a lot, it's, of, it's a lot of things. And I get, and, and it's, it's craftsy too. I guess they now own craftsy. So any classes okay. that used to be on craftsy. I, I, once again, I was very impressed with the production quality and I think I'm probably going to be signing up for blueprint mainly because oh my oronye is done yay it, is done. it looks amazing and oronye oronye <laughs> yes for sure <laughs> and i really want to i'm gonna have to watch about 37 classes on steaking before i oh, because yeah. i was going to take a class at Fiberfest from franklin habit been about steaking and of course that's not happening now so yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And right. then, all right, here's another free thing that I found. Not for, It's not free. It's a dollar. Lucy Neatby, who has a series of videos, and one of his is called Brand New Knitter, and it's a video download, so we'll give you a link to that. The It is normally $19.99, and during the coronavirus, she is um, having it available for $1.00. Wow. So I went to her site today, and I saw that that one video was a dollar, but also I noticed that all of her other videos tended to be um, dramatically reduced as well, not down to a dollar, but like, say, half price or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds good. And 
did you want to talk about some? Because I, I have a whole bunch of other things. Do you, do you have other things? Because <laughs> you had, oh, no, you, no, had no, some no. Cl- you had some clever ideas you had found. Uh, oh well, just you know, just kind of uh, just waiting to you know to to jump in. I mean, I think that you found some really amazing things to do online, which is which is wonderful. And and you know, of course, I'm always big on YouTube, and um, you know, there are a lot of really great YouTubers out there who are you know still putting out lots of great content at this time. It's just fun to have somebody n- to knit with. You're right. not knitting alone. Right. And uh, real cute. One of my favorites is Anna Knitter. She's from Austria. She's actually doing kind of a, um, a sweet little series called Living Isolated. You are not alone. And <laughs> you can just kind of go along. She lives in a beautiful part, beautiful part of Austria and uh, with her, her little dog, Benny, and, and knitting and cooking and the whole nine yards. And it just kind of makes you feel like, you know, you aren't alone. You're out there with, you know, you, you can still um, kind of knit with people. Knitting with your knitting friends, yes. That's exactly right. And I wonder how many knitting groups out there are going to do put together like a Zoom and be able to knit together as as a knitting group. I think that that would be kind of a fun yeah. thing to I do. I think a lot of people are doing that for everything these days. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would think so, too. And uh, I've just noticed that, um, you know, like our, our knitting teacher here, um, Kim Hayes, Roving Fibers Adventures, is doing kind of a sit and knit on Zoom. And I'm sure that she'll hold... Um, more of those but that's kind of nice to be able to sit with a a knitting teacher and and just be able to you know like I'm having trouble with this or just sit and sit and chat about whatever so uh, there's just a lot of that going on out there I just think that it's been so nice to see everyone kind of pulling together and um, just trying to make the best of this entire situation Um, well and I guess I was go ahead speaking of YouTube that Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a fan of Arnie and Carlos. Yes. And they they are on YouTube as well and I just found out this morning that they are having a mystery quarantine knit along. And that should be fun. So week 1 has been out there for a, a little while <clears throat> and it has five different parts and okay. very cute squares that I assume are going to somehow turn into I guess a blanket or something. We don't know. It's a mystery knit along, right? But, but, but very cute stuff. So I thought that was a great idea. So I don't know how many weeks that's going to go on, but that's right. just another idea. And we'll give you a link to that. Sounds good. Now, how about, you know, when you're sitting at home and you're knitting along and you find out, oh, shoot, you know, I need this. I don't have that. You know, what do I do? <laughs> I, I just I always think of, of about things like that because you know you're you're kind of in the flow you don't you don't want to stop you don't want to have to wait to right. find and you're not um, talking about you know, yarn you're talking about the other kind of stuff the other kind of stuff yeah. that you may need and I was just kind of looking for hacks along those lines out there what people do when they're anywhere right, right. and they can't they don't have like an embroidery needle like they have to seam something together and it's interesting to hear of all the different things that people you know kind of come up with one woman was saying that she took a bread tie just one of those you know little wire right. you know bread ties and formed it into an embroidery needle with like a hole oh at goodness. one end and then twisted it up and oh, she said pretty you know, ingenious yeah, you know, it wasn't, she said it wasn't, you know, as great as a needle, of course, because the, there was a little give there to it, but it worked just fine. And you think, you know, you could definitely probably do that with a paper clip, 
I mean, you could probably, you know, form that into something that would work. It's not going to be as great as having, you know, an, a needle, but you can absolutely make something work. I think that, um, you know, also with a, a large paper clip, you could form that into a cable needle, the J-hook needle you know, that you, when you really like. emailed me that the other day, I kind of thought, well, why hadn't I ever thought of that? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, to, to, you don't have to spend the money yeah, exactly. on that. Yeah, and then for people like me who'd rather have something that you could knit off of, um, I, I just saw all sorts of ideas. People said if you're using a very fine uh, yarn that you could actually even, you know, use a toothpick, toothpick right. as the, as the uh, cable needle. And if it's a larger yarn, you could use a sharpened pencil or um, right. what, what else? I have some yeah, um, just shish kebab skewers. Yeah, there you go. Or chopsticks. Oh, yeah, Chopsticks, very good, yes. Absolutely. You can even, somebody else said that they have used chopsticks to teach children how to knit so that they didn't have to worry about the children breaking their, you know, their needles. So if that's something that you have around oh, your house, okay, okay. get a lot of, you know, takeout or anything. Well, I wonder if you got really um, crafty, if you like took the kids outside and looked for sticks and then you oh, whittled hey. them into knitting needles. <laughs> I think of that, yes, exactly. That would work out perfectly. And then I, I think that the easy ones are like the stitch markers. I think there are so many things around your house that you can use for stitch markers, from those little plastic bread tabs to the actual bread ties to some people cut up straws, oh, you know, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. use those little circles. I even thought of, um, I. it's been a while since my son has had braces, but he, I, oh, the rubber I, bands. I saw just the other day those little rubber yes. bands. We still have like a package upstairs. That would <laughs> totally work. You know, little hair ties. If you have, a, you know, a little girl who has smaller hair ties, that could work. If you need something to, like, clip uh, two sides together for seaming, you could, op you know, use those binder clips. Um, you know, those big, um, like, paper binder right. yes, clips yes. Or, or hair clips to hold the fabric together. Um, someone was saying, you know, if you don't have a yarn cutter, I mean, how many times do you go, oh, shoot, you know, and you can't find your scissors because someone in the <laughs> house has run off with it. You know, a nail clipper will work just as well or, you or know, a steak knife. Lots <laughs> a st exactly. Yes. So there are just so many ideas out there. Um, you know, you, you can... You can figure out, sorry, I, I, uh, my computer just started to go down, it looked like. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, there are just so many it's just so many ideas out there. And I would love to hear other people. I'm sure everyone's coming up to this every single day, you know, like, oh, I, I really need this. You know, instead of instead of just thinking, well, I can't, I can't continue on because I don't have it, just be creative, be creative. and Look come up with a way. House, right. Exactly, yeah. And then let us know. Right. Let us know what you've found what you've done and this is that's probably so. another great idea for people that have kids that are around the house that to to pose that problem to them and let that's them very good idea. you know because they may be able to think a little bit more outside the box absolutely and come up with something for you that's always kind of fun to see what kids can think of you know exactly yeah no I agree with you just so many, I'm sure there are so many great ideas out there, and we would just love to hear from, from all of you. But um, so have anything else that you can think of? Well, one other kind of fun idea, and now it's not free, but it's pretty cheap, and it's something I had seen, I've seen in several knitting books before, and I always thought it would be kind of a fun idea, and I was actually thinking about doing it 
next weekend when my friend Pat was supposed to come and visit for oh, Fiberfest. She can't. But now yeah. that isn't happening. But anyway, it is making a dress form out of a t-shirt and duct tape. Oh, wow. Now, I, like I said, I have seen this before in in a couple different books. And, you know, basically the idea is you put on a, you know, a t-shirt, the tighter fitting, the better. And then your friend basically just wraps you in duct tape as tight as possible to, you know, get your form. Right. And then taking scissors cuts, cuts the back seam, essentially, of the duct tape. And then you take it off and then you, you know, tape it back together and stuff it. And you have a dress form to use for trying on your sweaters, et cetera. So that is when I was crazy. trying to come Good, up with a, um, a link to, you know, for our, our listeners, I found actually a really great YouTube video that this woman takes, takes it a step further and does a much more meticulous job than, than what I have seen in these other books, etc. But so it's, it, and it ends up being a sort of a much more professional looking form, but still using just basic household items. It mm-hmm. probably takes a little bit longer than just, you know, slap the duct tape on, but still that's basically what she's doing. And so that's a, it's a two part um, YouTube video called teach yourself to make your own dress form. And we will give you the okay. link to that, but. I've always thought that would be a fun idea because, you know, a a real dress form is really, especially one that is exactly your measurements, is really, really expensive. Wow. Okay. Yes. That's a great idea. Um, Also, one thing that I've I've forgotten is that uh, Monica Greco of Divine Yarn, we had a giveaway last time. And uh, a beautiful skein of Big Blue Clay yarn, who Allison uh, was the one who won that. Um, But anyway, Monica Greco's uh, online website is... It's up and running. It's up and running right right now. So Yeah, it was under construction. When I first met her at Vogue Knitting Live, her website was under construction. And then for a long time afterward... I kept going back to it. It was still under construction. And then I did finally hear from her a a month or so ago, and she told me that she had had some family emergency. And that's why I guess everything related to the business sort of got dropped for a while. Um, And then, I don't know, a week or two ago, she emailed me to say, okay, you know, crisis averted. And they were back online, <laughs> and unfortunately now the you know coronavirus has hit her. But I did go and look at the, the website, and she does have some really, really beautiful yarns. Beautiful stuff. Oh, I felt that yarn. It was so soft yeah. and squishy. Divineyarn.com, and we will, we will have a link to that right, below. Right. So that's just another place to go and look for some great yarn to buy, because she can definitely stick that in the mail to you, I'm sure. Right. And then, yes. so I had just like one other thing before we do, are you, do you have other stuff too before we do our, no, go ahead. our raves? Go ahead. Well, the one thing that I have noticed during this pandemic crisis is just the creativity and the generosity and the good that comes out of so many people that you yes. just see so many people trying to help their communities and it's so many different ways, and I know that a lot of knitters are also seamstresses, and there's been these mm. um, efforts to 
make masks for your local hospital or right. or other you know local people that need masks. Mm-hmm. And so it got me to thinking, like, hmm, I wonder if there's anything we can knit for this <laughs> pandemic right. crisis. I couldn't find anything specifically for this crisis, but I did find a number of charities that you can either donate to that are knitting related or you can actually knit for. And okay. the first one was called Project Linus. And it provides handmade blankets to children, and they're used in hospitals and homeless shelters and I think some police departments. They have uh, chapters all over the country, maybe even over the world. And so we will give you a link to that. They have some patterns, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you can knit or crochet a blanket for them. The other one that many of you probably have already heard of is Knitted Knockers, and these Mm -hmm. are... uh, for women that have had um, breast cancer and okay. um, mastectomies, that they are prostheses that, oh, are, wow. that are knitted. And so oh. if you go to their website, there's a pattern. And so you can knit these, and then you send it to them, and they mm-hmm. actually seam it and put in the whatever they use to that's amazing. The, I've never heard of oh, that yeah. before. I've, I've heard of this before. I think the, uh, the Yarniacs are, are really into um, oh, doing wow. that. I think they do an event every year related to that. And then this one was just so, so precious. I thought, well, I need to just do this for myself. It's so fun. It is called the Magic Yarn Project. And these are wigs, for lack of a better word for children who have had cancer in chemotherapy, oh. but they are these amazing wigs. Like think of like Rapunzel yes. or, you know, Jasmine or these How Disney cute. princesses and superheroes right. and just now a lot of their stuff is crochet, but there are some some knitted patterns also. So once again you go to their site and you'll have access to these patterns and then you can send them these you know How magnificent fun. fun you know and I thought well even you know for your next Halloween party you may want to exactly. whip some of these up and then oh, so I had so those sweet. were the three I was going to talk about and then just this morning I got an email from Nitpicks telling me about that they were partnering up with um, a charity called Warm Up America and they provide Afghans to senior citizens and so what they are asking you to do are create seven by nine inch squares and you just send so once again that for me you know if I'm looking for that easy project that I don't have to think too much about I could be whipping up some squares and then send them off to them so that is amazing and I I just I I just look to love just how everybody is pulled together and they're just doing such cute things and this has nothing to do with knitting but I thought it was really sweet in the neighborhoods around us, they um, started doing a, oh, the a bear, bear hunt. hunt. Yes, yeah, the stuffed bears in the window. So that when the people took their little kids out for a walk, they could be looking for the bears in the windows. I, I just, I mean, very creative, very sweet. Right. I meant and... to actually. I have. I used to have a, a really, really huge teddy bear collection, and I it's dwindled down now. I probably only have maybe less than ten bears, but I still have quite a few bears. And I I meant to put them in the window this morning, and I forgot. So good thing you reminded yeah. me I'll do <laughs> you that. gotta do it yes. you gotta do it yes awesome okay well I think that we've done it um we are up to the raves and faves okay what are you raving about 
well, you know what, right now, um, I, you know, I, I just basically I'm back to my poncho. I'm, I'm into more complicated things. I want to knit on some, you know, there for a while. Remember after the tornado, what a year right. it's been, you know, I was, I wanted to knit on something I didn't have to think about, but this now I do, I definitely want to think about, I just want to take my mind off of things and I want to, I want to, uh, focus on something that's a little bit more, um, intricate and takes my brain, you know, brain power that I can't think about anything else. I can't watch anything else. Can't listen to anything else. So I've, completely flipped on that I'm craving and raving and faving about (laughs) about doing that I guess at this moment in time how about you well I have a an interesting rave that was initially going to be my crave for this episode and it's my crave was going to be Clara Parks because once again I was going to be at DFW Fiberfest next weekend mm-hmm. and she was going to be hosting the Friday night event that I got tickets to with my friend Pat because Pat and I failed to attend the 15 minute free Clara Parks presentation at Vogue Knitting Live because we were running around like crazy people and in the meantime Pat had gifted me Clara's most recent book called Vanishing Fleece which I just finished, and I'm currently reading her book called Knitlandia, which is oh. is great fun. And so I've just been all about Clara Parks recently. So as I mentioned, I went on to Blueprint, and I watched her entire um, Blueprint show. What do, you, what do we call it? Workshop? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Episode. Episode, yeah. whatever about um, her book that is called uh, Minding Your Stash. So she has seven books. And, but, she, but Clara was first known for um, the Knitter's Review, which is this website that I was aware of, but I guess I just never visited it and never really explored it until the, the past week or so. And oh my goodness, it is just amazing. Like, because she reviews, she's been reviewing yarn since 2006, I believe. And so this morning when I was, I was trying to, I'm doing this project. I have to do a a vest project for the master level. And I was trying to figure out what kind of yarn I wanted. And I had this idea that I wanted this Brooklyn Tweed Arbor. And I thought, oh, I wonder what Clara has to say about that. So sure enough, go to Clara's site. And she has like a full review of the yarn anything you want to know about almost any yarn it is truly amazing wow so there's the yarn section she has an event section that once again is truly remarkable it is like every event almost certainly in the united states but perhaps all over the world so i was just going through this list that was astounding and thinking i could just spend my whole life traveling to these uh, knitting events it would be great then she has Um, book reviews and some other tools so the knitters review site is fabulous her books are really great she has the the blueprint um, online class she actually has another online class um, called know your yarn so I'm sure I'll be watching that um, tomorrow (laughs) Um, but her her books are vanishing fleece which I said I, I just finished, Knitlandia, a stash, oh, A Stash of One's Own, that's, that's what that one's called, The Yarn Whisperer, 
the the book that we talked about in our yarn episode, the the Knitter's Book of Yarn. Then there's also the Knitter's Book of Socks and the Knitter's Book of Wool. So, wow. Claire, oh, 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 oh. See, I'm like Claire's biggest fan now. She, <laughs> a few weeks ago, she started this thing where she sends a daily email that is just kind of, a, she calls it like the, like the bright spot of the day. And it's usually a, a very short YouTube clip of just something fun. And so now Clara writes to me every day in an email <laughs> and shares Ooh, some fun with yeah, me. Yeah, that's nice. So, yeah. so anyway, so yay, Clara. I'm really sorry that I don't get to see you next week, but I have Knitlandia on Audible, and I've been taking three-mile walks every day and listening to Knitlandia as I walk, which has been great fun. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Now we get up to our misbehaves. I know. Yeah. I mean, for me right now, just I, I, I feel ill prepared today. I just feel like, you know, um, I, I, my misbehave is that just everything has changed really. You know, I mean, I, I've got, you know, my son is home now, you know, from, from college and he's doing his work from here and just trying to have that me time, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that are kind of struggling with the same thing, you know, they're, they're all of a sudden thrown into, you know, the, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like going back to being a you know a stay-at-home mom again you know I'm not really the lady of leisure that I was it's kind of interesting that before all this happened just like a week or so before all this happened I had decided because I am working on this level two master stuff and it seems like every time I do any little thing it I've got like six reference books open and I've got the the word document open and I've got this the the swatches I'm knitting and it it just creates this big mess and then you know the next I look up and then it's like you know six o'clock and my husband's coming home from work and I'm like oh I got to clean this stuff up and blah 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 and I thought you know I have these at the time I had three empty bedrooms from three kids that don't live here anymore yes and I thought well surely (laughs) I can take over one of these rooms right and so I had take over taken over my son Paul's room now luckily Paul's in college also but he <laughs> luckily he didn't come he's home still there. he's, he's yeah. still in an apartment but I have to tell you that having that room set up because every day you know yes my son is home from college and he is you know doing his work usually in his room right. or in the living room and my husband is either in his office or at the dining room table well, I just go upstairs to the knitting oasis and close the door. It's like it's like a, goodness. my own little, yeah, exactly. So. Yes, yeah. There are just a lot more, um, you know, interruptions. You know, you just get to the middle of the row and it's, you know, hey, where's this? You know, somebody's always walking in needing something. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody even like comes in the room when that door is closed. They they know that's not to, nice. Like no boys yeah. allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! The she shed almost a right. she shed. And then the really a... great thing is that we decided since we're all home all day that we would take turns cooking. So we each cook two times a week, and then on Wednesday we get takeout. So or delivery. Oh, wonderful! Yes. So it's been kind of fun. I... Yeah, I told my son that, and he was like, "Well, you know, you know, I'd like to learn how to cook. So maybe some of the days we'd cook together. That'll make it more fun." But yeah, for sure. Exactly. How about you? Oh, my misbehave. Oh boy, where do I begin? Oh no. <laughs> so it, in the past, you've heard me talk about the raspberry beret. Yeah, sure. In the smooshy cashmere, and it was kind of like a whole long story about that. And um, 
so I was finally working on it in this fingering weight, amazing, beautiful yarn, and had a had a bad start, and decided that the and then I started again, and then I decided, oh, you know what, this pattern really doesn't work for what I'm trying to do here in this yarn, and blah blah blah. So I thought I'll just get a new pattern. So I tried another pattern. I made two major mistakes casting on, and then I finally got it right, and I was I had knit it about an inch, and I realized that it was supposed to be the rim of the cap, and it, it would only go around like probably an infant's head. Oh, no. And, so, <laughs> and I was going to give it to um, one of the instructors at my Jazzercise studio, who's the big Prince fan, and her birthday is next week. And, well, Jazzer's eyes obviously is closed, so I'm not right. going to see her this right. year for her birthday. And I just thought, you know what? I, I'm just not doing this. I am not using yep. this beautiful yarn for this project. That that hat needs a different kind of yarn. And right. next year, Margie will get a great <laughs> Raspberry Beret. <laughs> You've got and a lot of time. then I picked up, so once again, because I'm working on the master's stuff and it's so sort of mm-hmm. brain heavy and... I'm doing that literally all day long in my little knitting oasis that at night, I thought, oh, I just want something kind of mindless to knit. So I picked up the two at a time. Oh, I did finish my other, my other sock from the sock Ooh, I had made in oh Greece my two years ago. Yeah. I did finish the other sock. So I did do that. But then the That's awesome. when we did the two at a time toe up magic loop socks a few episodes ago, right? I picked those up and I thought, oh, I'll just knit on those. And... I decided the magic loop really wasn't working and was causing sort of big gaps at the sides. So I just took those off and I just went back to my method, which is two circulars. And I knitted Mm -hmm. a little while on that. And, and then I just looked at it and I said, no, where where I had done the magic loop, the gaps were just so big and I couldn't do anything to bring it, bring it together. And I just hate it the whole experience and I thought oh no I don't, this is supposed to be fun I don't need to do this yes. so I frogged that so frog two things in the matter of two days well sometimes you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. do yes exactly yep yep I'm looking for yeah I at this moment I'm just kind of craving and doing that which I just you know really enjoy doing and and I have not had any mistakes this week, so I'm I'm thrilled. Oh, about all right, that. no misbehaves. Yes, I have is, I have more than to, to share for both of us. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I guess it's just because I'm doing the same old thing that I've been doing. You know, it's it's um, I know the pattern now, and, and it's and it's coming along. It's the second time. It's the second piece. It's identical to the first piece. So even though I have to think about it, I have to concentrate on it. You know, I know what I'm doing, and and it's going pretty well. So I'm thrilled about that. Okay. <laughs> Yes. So you have any saves? Any saves? Not really. Just, no, I'm sorry. I do not. I can't think of a one. Okay. My save is because I've been doing all these swatches, and I won't even begin to talk about the misbehaves on all the swatches because, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm done with the swatches as of yesterday. Yay. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. It's very exciting. But. One of the things that I've always found annoying is, you know, when you're binding off and that last stitch is kind of leaves a bump Mm -hmm. and I hate that. And so I have, I've researched a a number of ways to avoid that. 
And okay. Patty Lyons has a really good article about that with several different techniques. But she, there's one in particular that she seems to prefer because it's kind of the simplest and easiest to remember. And that's the one I have sort of adapted. So, so my save this week or this episode is eliminating that bump um, thanks to Patty Lyons. So we'll give a, a okay. link to that also. Sounds like a sounds good. And how about your crave? My what crave. Well, because I really have been deep into this master's stuff that mm-hmm. is kind of taking all my energy. And because I frog these fingering weight things that I just decided I didn't really want to do and that they weren't fun yeah. for me. And, you know, I, I love to knit sweaters. So yes. I'm really, I've got three sweaters that are kind of in the queue that two of them I have started, I actually have four now, two I have started and then kind of ran into some problem with the, I had the Noten sweater that I knitted a, a little bit on it, but I was thinking really wasn't working. And then remember Holy Moly, yes. kind of the same thing with Holy Moly. And then Hinterland is the sweater that I'm going to use, the yarn that I originally bought for Oronje. <laughs> but I haven't started that yet because I was, you know, waiting to finish Oronje. And then um, Soldatna was the sweater that Pat and I saw yes. everywhere at Vogue Knitting Live and pretty everybody in the universe has made this. And I kind of thought it would be kind of a fun sweater to use from, once again, kind of... Um, shopping your stash and using a bunch of different leftovers so i'm is soldatna the one that is short sleeved yes yes would you make it long i don't know i I don't know i've I've been looking at some projects on ravelry and there's some cute three-quarter but yet i see a lot of people just like wearing like a you know a shirt underneath the the short sleeve one and so so i don't know so i'm i'm just sort of craving getting back into making you know, making a sweater and, and doing something I really enjoy and sort of the creative part of all that. So um, I will, now that these stupid swatches are done and I uh, I have three projects I have to do <laughs> for the oh masters, the wristlet, right. the argyle sock and the vest. Um, yes. But I'll, I'm yep. going to get started on at least one of these sweaters this week. That's my goal. That's amazing. That is so amazing. And just you talking about that whole knitting masters maybe sometime we'll have an entire you know show episode oh, okay. about yeah. that yeah. yeah I mean just you talking about it, I do have the um the first section of that which I I kind of put aside about a year ago but that's that I don't know kind of it, it kind of sounds interesting to me again you, you know, know it, to kind of there dive are, into that there have been a number of times when I'm doing it and it, you know, it's just, it's a lot of tediousness and it's mm-hmm. not, you know, if it was just sewing or if it was just making the swatch, that would be one thing. But then you have to describe everything you do and you have to answer questions and then you have to give resources for everything. And there were a couple times in the past couple of weeks where I thought, why am I doing this? This is just not fun. <laughs> and I hate this. Right. And, and I'll, I'll talk to Pat on the phone and she's kind of like, all right you know, remember why you're doing it. It's a learning experience. And I, I kind of like, I go back and, and I have to say that even though there are times I get really kind of frustrated with it and I just think, ugh, why am I doing this? You know, this isn't, I don't need this pat on the back. I'm not doing it to say, oh, I'm a master knitter because I don't really care because I know nobody else really cares. 
But right. I have to say that I, I really am learning so much, and yeah. it is really kind of widening my horizons. And when I first approached it a year and a half ago, I, I kind of was thinking, you know, knitting is this whole big thing, and I don't know what I don't know. Exactly. And um, so the exposure has been good, and and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take it one stitch yeah. at a time. Yep, not a bad idea. I might I may get mine back out and look at it. Yep, the level one. Just gotta do yep. it. Just one stitch just gotta, at a time. Just gotta. Yep. yep exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and don't worry, it's not gonna be perfect, and they're gonna criticize everything you do, and you just have right. to learn from that, and not you know. Right. Some people get really kind of annoyed by. By the well, criticism I, I and, and and get angry about it. And it's kind of like, well, you have to go into it with a whole yeah. different attitude. Yeah, I'd be I'd be shocked if they didn't criticize my knitting. But uh, we, we both did a class last year at uh, DFW Fiber Fest. We did kind of the, you know, right. had all the teachers there. And it was really wonderful. I was really impressed with, yeah. with all of the teachers. Right. And, and I, I just... was signed up to do that again this year. And I was going to bring all oh, my swatches. Okay. That's why oh, I was really yeah. trying to get them done. So I'm glad I got them done anyway. Um, yes. So, anyway, all right. So, yeah, we don't want to waste more time talking. About, we maybe we'll maybe we'll exactly talk about right. that in an episode. Maybe maybe when I finally yeah. pass level three in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it won't take that long. Uh, no, not at all. Right. Okay. Is that it? Well, I think that is it. So okay. we hope you, you are so all much. safe out there. Yeah. And stay home. Yes. And stay safe. Don't spread. Stop the spread. Stop the spread. And saying. yeah. Yes, and tune in next time. We'll be here. We'll be here. Uh, yep, and uh, until then, be, be brave. brave. Thanks for listening. If you'd like more information, check out Brave Knitting at Facebook or Ravelry Group. You can also find us on Instagram at B-E-E Brave Knitting and email us at B-E-E brave knitting at gmail.com